Amen. You know, I said, they say that when you don't know what to do, make sure you know where to go. You know, if you don't have, if you have any difficult question, you need counsel, you need, you know, and if you ask Brother Rotimi, wisdom will come forth. Praise God. That is grace. Hallelujah. So please join me in welcoming Brother Rotimi. Happy Father's Day, sir. Thank you. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the liberty of the Spirit to fellowship, to gather, to worship you. We ask that this short time of exhortation will be a blessing to all of us in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask that in the days, in the months, in the years ahead, this word will be our fruit and the fruit will abide. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Praise the Lord. I apologize for coming late. I planned over an hour to be here, you know, but I didn't know we construct road on Sunday in Lagos, you know, and today is one of the days I wish I have a flying car so that I could bypass the entire traffic, you know. Please forgive me. Um, so today we'll continue the topic on discipleship. You know, and I was thinking about the topic for this morning. You know, so I look at portraits of a disciple, but I settle down with the making of a disciple. So discipleship is not a destination that you reach. And then you say, I have arrived. Pastor Adeboe is still a disciple. Pastor W.F. Kumuyi is still a disciple. So it doesn't matter how long you have been a consistent Christian. Discipleship is a journey. You need to understand that this morning. It's a journey. It's not a destination you get to and you say, oh, I've mastered A-level physics. Even if I don't study again for the next five years, if they give me a level physics exams, I will deal with it. It's a goal. A, A plus. That's not discipleship. I told you last week that I've been a Christian for at least about 37 years consistently. But that if I put myself in a wrong position, things will go wrong. So it doesn't matter whether you have been a worship leader, you have been a Sunday school teacher for 10 years, for 20 years. It is a consistent work that if you take yourself away from the presence of the Lord, things can go wrong. Are we together? So you know that we have what is called surname and first name. Is that correct? Who doesn't have a surname here? Not around. First name. You know, if you are not Yoruba, you may not have middle name and all those grandparents' names accepted. But at least every human being has what? First name. Surname. You can have nicknames. Is a bonus. 
before people were called Christians at Antioch, what was their name? Hello? Let me call someone. Please come. Do quick. We don't have time. Before people were called Christians at Antioch, what were they called? Disciples. Thank you. So, today that you are a Christian is like your first name. Alright? And it cannot be dissociated from what? Your surname. Your surname was what? Disciple. Today people make disciples look like those special brand of Christians. Are we together? Disciples are not special kind of Christians. They are Christians. So if you are a Christian, you say, ah, in that service, I raised up my hand. I yielded my heart to the Lord. Now I'm saved. Now I'm redeemed. Now I'm a Christian. Who are you? Help me now. You are making me feel guilty that I still came late. So, if you sign to be a Christian today, what have you signed on to? How many people subscribe to data here? Can you subscribe to MTN, Airtel, Glow, you know, Nine Mobile, and say, I will not switch on my data? Hello? Please come. Okay? Please come. Which network do you use? Glow. Made in Nigeria for Nigeria. So, after you have subscribed to Globalcom Data, do you use it or not? I use it. How? By, owning my By putting on your mobile data. Thank you. When you say, I am a Christian, what it means is that you have signed up unto what? Lifetime of discipleship. It does not matter whether you live up to 100 years or 250, like my daughter will pray. If you say she should pray for someone, she will say you will live up to 100. May you live up to 120, 150. And the grandparents are feeling uncomfortable. The moment she's going 150, 200, 250. I said, are you allowed 250 years? Say, yes, daddy. So when you say I'm a Christian, it means I have signed on what a lifetime of discipleship. I cannot do anyhow. I cannot live the way I like. You know, I have a friend who tried to join Nigerian military. He said military training in Nigeria, it can be worse than real war. Did you hear what I just said? This is, he's, he's a person in America now. You know, and a lecturer in the College of Medicine. He's a medical doctor. He really loved to be in the Nigerian military in those days. He would jog from Ojodu to Ikeja, preparing. But when he got called up, he ran away. He said, I use all the, all the scripture I could find strength to encourage myself. I knew death was beckoning on me. So one night, he took off. From there, he left for another island. From there, he went to America. He said, but I wrote to me, 
military training in Nigeria is worse than war that you watch on TV. So when you say you are a Christian, it means you have done what? You have signed up onto a lifetime of fellowship, of discipleship. It means you must continue to imitate who? Christ. Even if you choose to imitate Pastor Femi or our mommy, Pastor Kewe, it's as they are doing what? As they are imitating Christ. So I'm going to, because I don't have all of the time, I'm going to go straight into Titus chapter 2. That brother, who gave me that fine Bible? Are you around? You gave me that fine Bible last week. Please bring the Bible. This is my Bible. I'm getting tired. So I have to buy a new Bible, hopefully this week. You know, I love this, your Bible. Titus chapter 2. Help me open it. You know, so let's get that settled. Do you see Ronaldinho? How many people love Ronaldo here? What of mercy? You know why it's difficult for Africans? Not many Africans can function at that level. You know why? You are making 300 pounds, 300,000 pounds per week, and they say you cannot enjoy life. They want to regulate what you eat. They want to regulate what you drink. So to an African man, why is he making money? They say he has to jog three hours. A billionaire is like calling Chivadenuga to say compulsorily his regiment is to jog three hours in the morning. He cannot eat bokoto. He cannot eat, you know. When an African has money, what, what does he want to do next? To enjoy life. So that's why we go into early retirement. Very easy. The moment we make small money, <coughs> excuse me, we will leave Premiership to go to National League. Because after making money, you can only buy Ferrari. You can only wear golden wristwatch. You can only say your phone should be made of stones if possible. But you cannot eat anyhow. You cannot sleep anyhow. You cannot drink anyhow. How many of you know Shanshan Bobo? Eh? What's the slogan for trophy? Don't tell me you don't watch the actual. Because one of your mentors is advertising it. Eh? Honorable. So a, a billionaire. An African who has made billions, you say he should not take trophy. He should not take stouts. He so he's asking himself, am I working for my man? And everybody is sending him requests. Because he lacks the discipline to sustain his talent, what happens? His performance drops. As Christians, we cannot afford to do so. Let's go to Titus chapter 2. All 
I read from verse 1. This is the admonition of Paul to Titus, who has just enlisted in the school of discipleship, like we are all enlisted this month. It says, But speak, speak thou the things which become what? Sound doctrine. Help me now. You need to read it now. Is there. But speak out the things which become what? That the aged men be what? Grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, in patience. That the aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becomes holiness. Not false accusers, not given much to wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husband, that the word of God be not blasphemed. I know some young men have been happy. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded. In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot become them, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. You know this scripture? Even if we spend the next one week, we will not finish. But because we are already blessed, it is written in what? English. My job this morning is just to emphasize. Who cannot read English here? You know this is not a village church. This is an elite church. You know everybody here has Pizzas and panache. Eh? So, I will start with young men. Because if you can fix the men, you can fix a lot of things. So, let's read the message to the men. Young men, verse 6, put it up. Young men, likewise, exhort to be sober-minded. You do you know what it means to be? You know, our mommy, I had a very terrible week. Not because I lost money. You know, one of the most prominent university, private university in Nigeria, they've been rusticating this past week. And it is massive. Massive rustication. You can imagine a child in second semester final year getting rusticated. Is it the money you want to count? Or the shame? You have two children. Two of them rusticated for drugs. You know, I don't like to preach, you know, ambiguous message that you cannot relate with. So when I spoke with my friend that was 
So some of my friends' children were involved. Children from Christian homes. And they got so sophisticated because they knew they collect urine randomly. They went into drugs that cannot be traced by urine. But the courier was caught. So they did random check in the, in the hostel. If your heartly parents will be ashamed for such a thing, how much more our Father in heaven when a disciple messes up? So you are exalted to be what? Sober-minded. Be a thinker. Are, are we hearing me? To be sober-minded means to be what? A thinker. There is a law in management sciences and it's even in, in technology. It is called law of cause and effect. The moment you take an action, there is what? A consequence. If you are going to be a great disciple of Christ, as a young man, what are you exhorted to be? Sober-minded. Don't be an anyhow person. That's why Africans who cannot exercise discipline cannot sustain peak performance for their talent. How many have enrolled in postgraduate studies here? You know, regardless of how brilliant you are, if you don't have staying power, you will not finish. Those are the people who finish coursework and will not be able to conclude projects. Are you listening to me? To be a disciple of Christ as a young man, if you are a young man sitting beside a young man, in fact, if you are a sister, walk to a young man sitting close to you, say, be sober-minded. Be a thinker. Be a thinker. You are not telling each other, you are still for me. Be sober-minded. What is your name? Eh? Caleb. Brother Caleb. Be sober-minded. Be a thinker. Recognize that there is law of cause and effect. In all things, show yourself a pattern of good works. If you are a tailor, don't let people's trousers bend anyhow. If you are a caterer, don't let their food be salty. That is not a good work. And there are brethren who are specialists in collecting money for service. And they will not deliver. And they know this scripture. To box their brethren to the corner. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who trespass against us. Why must you be the trespasser all of the time? You collect money for duvet. You will not return the money. You will not deliver the duvet. A friend of mine gave 15 million naira to his church member to buy a car. Paid for all the duties. Say, don't take my car through the bush. Bro took the bush. Took the car through the bush. SUV was collected at Ore. 
four years is story. If you take that brother to Kirikiri now, they will say you are not a Christian. And you have taken loan to buy that car from cooperative. Every time you see deduction, what will happen? It will take the Holy Ghost to circumcise your heart, not to cause. Even as you say Nigeria is anyhow, 50 million naira, is it what? Is it beans? You understand? So, in all things, showing thyself a pattern of what? Good works. In doctrine, avoid corruption. Display sincerity. You know, all sorts of things happen in our churches now. If people know a sister carries British passport or American passport, Lila lover, are you telling me you don't? You didn't watch the Lori Rock? Lila lover. You know, someone called me from the U.S. This person, a sister. You know, her husband passed on many years ago, so she, she's open to remarriage. And because some people know, they are trying to arrange someone, you know. So she called me and said, but I wrote me, this is what is happening, blah, 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 blah. I said, you know what? Don't be stupid. This man is already dating somebody in Nigeria. He's begging you. Thank you. God bless you. He's begging you to give him three months so that I can sack the other sister. Lori And come to you. You know, the American passport holder. I said, <laughs> don't be silly now. 50 years is not beans. This one. He only wants American dream. I said he saw you when he went to 30 something year old. So he wants vibrancy without passports. And he wants passports without vibrancy. I said, sis, you know, <laughs> I don't need to pray. This is common sense. This man wants to eat his cake and have it. Lori Brother, be sincere. Tell the brother sitting beside you, be sincere. If you know his name, call his name. Brother Caleb, be sincere. Let me start rounding up. Be of sound speech that cannot be condemned. You know, I may not like Brother Femi. You know, I can accuse him for being a Christian. And God is happy with that. But let it not be said that if they are looking for people taking company money, it is you. People lifting diesel, it is you. People taking paper home, it is you. 
You know, there was a time in our office, we had to go and check how much we use for travel in a particular year. And it came to almost like maybe three or four billions. So the company decided to hire HR consultants. You know, people lost their job. <laughs> they said they should go and look at travel tickets for the past two, three years. They started calling hotels. And you know, if you get to this MM2 year, you can even get Marriott in America. They will give you tickets here. They will issue receipts here. You have not gone anywhere. So they started calling. Is this uh, Sherati? Yeah. Uh, we have some queries. Mr. Hey, hey, W. He said he lodged for three weeks between. He said, no, not on our list, sir. Okay. <laughs> You're already on your way out of the company without benefits. Without benefits. Dismissal. Senior managers. Boom. Managers. Boom. Juniors are just run for cover. But they are looking for people with good money now to throw out. So how much more the father in heaven? If the athlete company can keep record, two, three years after, how much more our father in heaven? Are you of sound speech that cannot be condemned? When people think of your name, what, what comes to their mind? A useless person? You know, I have a colleague at work. Ah, he will say, <laughs> Papa wrote. Ah. I know my friends, so I know those rubbish friends. If I want to, it's alcohol. All our friendship revolves around what? Alcohol. When he wants something serious in his life, he knows where to go. It's everything about your life. Sex, alcohol, drug. When people remember you, ah, say, Tony, <laughs> can finish one carton. Eh? Honorable. General. Please, sound speech that cannot be condemned. That he that is of contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil. You know, you know, in the community where I live, you know, they know me. You know, I don't have time to mess around. You know, and I tell them, you don't pay your dues. Just sanction. You know, they say I'm blunt. I said, we'll call police. You know, you cannot live here. You have six flats, you have four flats. You can't pay your dues. You are collecting money from your tenants. Me that I live alone, I'm paying. So what story do you have? You you have collected money from other people, yet you will not remit. And churchgoers are involved. Have you gone to people's estate? You will see banner. Chief doctor, so, 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 so. Owing 750,000. Who has not entered such an estate? You don't see banner. Why are you pretending now? I hope you are paying your estate due. Eh? You are trying. Eh, eh. Please pay. That's how to be a Christian. That's how to be a good 
disciple. Pay your estate due. Who is bypassing electricity here? You bypass prepay meter. Your pumping machine is not on prepay meter. Who? Is that person here? You need repentance. If you get home today, connect back. All those roof entry matter is not the life of a disciple. Eh? So, I ran up. Exhort servants to be obedient. That you work for someone. You know some people here, all the reports they have about their bosses is evil. Somebody has been paying you salary for the past six, seven years. All the reports about that person is evil. From that money, you bought iPhone. From that money, you enlisted in postgraduate school. From that money, you furnish your room. Hello? At least I appreciate the person once now. He's been paying you. Yes, the money is small. But that person is paying you month after month. Shall we rise? I really, you know, I don't have time. But I'm just trusting God to... Yes. I'm just trusting God to help us. You know, if you have any question, I will take like three or four. You know, just come out. I don't want to start bringing you. Just come out if you have any question. On discipleship now. Please don't be don't be ashamed. Or you want to write, you can write and pass. You know. Hello. If you have question on your life as a disciple, please write or come out. You know. Come and share this place with me. Or I should call people. Please come. You that you look back, yes. Please come. The two of you. So how is it being a disciple of Christ? You walk, right? Okay, so just tell me about, you know, your life as a disciple at work. Can you help him help her with microphone briefly in two, three minutes? Remove the... Don't worry, I've taken vaccine, so don't worry. You are safe with me. Okay, the regular... Um, Just, you know, your life as a disciple at work. Straightforward. Eh? Straightforward. Straightforward. Just say it. Straightforward. Ah, okay. Do you know the... Please come, Brother Caleb. Come, come, come. Do quick. We don't have time. What is straightforward? You know I'm old school. Eh? Remove this thing now. Eh, eh, eh. Okay, okay, okay. You know I'm old small. Okay, so you are very straightforward. So how does your life as a disciple drive that consistently, considering what you face at work? That's not been easy. It's been tough. In what area? Okay, there are sometimes that some of my colleagues 
come to feel the attendance sheet. And they want to adjust like, it. God bless you. Did you hear her? There are people who come late. They are 9 o'clock. You see, starting. There are times people give their password to people to even log on the system to indicate they are already seated when they are still at Tegbeda. If you are involved, go and repent. You know, the life of a disciple is more than not fornicating, not stealing. It is deep. Brother, you have the mic now. You are the assistant preacher now. So how does your life as a disciple affect what you do? I own my business. You run your business. So, huh, okay. You are a big man. So when you do your business, what are the challenges you have faced as a disciple? Um, Let me help you. Have you got into a place where they say if you don't rob by a bag, we cannot rob your own? No, I have not. No. You don't go. I am a man of grace. So even me that I'm standing before you. <laughs> I face fire. You know? So, but what are the challenges? You must be facing something. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would say temptation from opposite from sex, basically. Temptation from opposite sex. Opposite sex. God bless you. You know, I like you. You are a great disciple. All those people who shouted, they are not facing reality. You know, we, we have worked. Please come. Let me take, before I, please take the mic. You know, Pastor Femi will tell you, Pastor Kewe will tell you, same and all of our older, you know, mommies and daddies around. If you work with opposite sex, or you even ride together. You know you are seeing the best the person in his best or her best element. Pancake face. You know. In fact, she's changing perfume even on the trip. The guy is calm. You know, people feel he cannot hurt a fly. And you are in relationship. I said, ah, why did I not meet this man before Brother Joshua? Where was this man? And I was telling Brother Joshua, give me more time, give me more time. You ask, you know, maybe I wouldn't have said yes before meeting this man. The man you are looking at is somebody's husband that they have worked upon. They've panabited him. They've repented him. They've used potty to fill all the all the passport of his life. Now you want to carry him. It's very easy to start admiring, to be distracted when you spend time. So he's telling you the truth. But his grace has been sufficient, right? If not, I will say you should change some stuff. Oh. Uh -huh. Go right. ahead. Mind the question. Uh, go ahead. Okay, sir. Like when you were talking, thank you for the um, preaching. When you were talking, I was like, discipleship, discipleship. Actually, discipleship is easier said than done. Because when we look at the world today, sometimes I just look, it's like you are the only Christian. Or sometimes you just even try to blend to some certain areas because it looks like you are wrong. The wrong things has become right, and people see the right things as wrong. And 
when it looks like it's only you that is in that situation, it's as if you are not exposed, you are this, you are that. So in all these kind of situations, when it's like <laughs> you are the only one in the world, sometimes you want, to, you want to fit in, you want to blend. Like, how can we stand, I mean, how can we stay put to being a disciple? Because really, it's not easy. Because when you are not doing those things, those normal things that look right, it's like you are doing the wrong thing. Thank and you. And thoughts begins to come. Thank, Thank you. you What's your name? Eunice. Eh? Eunice. Eunice. Ah, you know your name is powerful in the Bible. Okay. You know she has said the truth. So you can imagine this morning, I was coming here to preach. And the people doing construction mess up the road. But you know, I didn't need to go to a new school. You can sit for a while. Sorry, one moment, sit. I didn't need to go to Lagos Business School to know I can jump into BRT lane. All right? People cross to BRT lane, and my vehicle is high, small. Eh? I can also try. And I will have been here, what? Earlier. But what will I have done? I will have violated the life of a disciple. So I was there frustrated. And I saw people taking off. Entering what? BRT lane. I even wanted to snap some SUV that I saw. To see what kind of life is this. Yeah, I am. Maybe I will have moved at least 10 vehicles ahead. If not for these people. So, but I stayed put. So, you are going to face that regularly as a disciple. I know we live in a nation where wrong has largely become right. But when we say we are Christians, we said we did what? We enlisted in a lifetime school of discipleship. And we are following who? Our master, Christ. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set at head of him, endured the cross and did what? Despise the shame. You know, I just told you about mass rustication in one of those universities. Children from Christian homes being, being, being rusticated for drugs. Drugs. Exam practices. You take six courses, you will not sit for three exams, the three exams you sat for, you score zero. How do you score zero in the university? And you are eating well. Oh. You are not somebody that has to go to farm before going to class oh, to write an exam. You that you, they, 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 they mail money to you like there is no tomorrow. Yet, you are scoring zero in an exam. So the life of a disciple is a tough one. And that's why the Bible says, if our hope is in this world alone, we are of men most miserable. But we are looking forward to a city whose builder and maker is what? Is God. Shall we rise? There's this song, I will have sung it more than 100 times this week, and I don't know why it has been resonating with me. This song, Kadosh, 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 you, you know it. Can you come and raise it, please? 
you know. Even when I sleep, even when I wake up, you know, for the past one week, that's the song I've, I've played it more than a hundred times on my phone, you know. Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty on your throne. You reign, you ancient Zion King. Kadosh, Kadosh, you are mighty on your throne. You Champions, please can you signify by raising up your hand? 